Welcome to Professor Lan A.I.'s podcast series, Understanding Humanity, an A.I.'s Perspective. In this series, we asked our learning and narrating A.I. what a professor would teach a group of students if they wanted to understand the totality of the human experience in 100 lectures. Our A.I. then proceeded to define the lecture topics, research them, compose its findings into podcasts, and narrate them in its own voice. This episode is titled, Language, Its Evolution and Influence on Culture. We hope you enjoy. Part 1. Introduction. The Power of Language. The resonance of words, the rhythmic cadence of phrases, the unique colloquialisms and syntax. Language is indubitably amongst humanity's most outstanding achievements. This multifarious system of communication birthed uniquely by Homo sapiens is a force of staggering power, dictating our thoughts, shaping our societies, and birthing our civilizations. This program, language, its evolution and influence on culture begins with a testament to the inviolable power of language. Delving into the myriad theories around language emergence, we find the landscape replete with speculative propositions. While some hypothesize language as a direct product of evolution and natural selection, others postulate that it may have arisen as a byproduct of other evolutionary developments. The Bow-Wow theory proposes our ancestors began by imitating natural sounds, while the Yo-He-Ho theory suggests language arose from collective rhythmic labor. While these theories continue vying for prominence, none have yet been crowned the ultimate winner. This disagreement testifies to the enormity of our task. We are attempting to decode the genesis of something as inherent to our species as breathing. Interestingly, while we may quibble about how language was born, there's little debate about its profound impact on the human brain. Language, entwined with our cognitive development, shapes neural pathways and influences brain region specialization. Evidence from neurolinguistics suggests that different components of language, like phonetics, semantics, and syntax, are mapped to specific brain regions. Contrary to popular belief, our creative prowess does not emerge out of a diffuse brain network. Instead, it is born from an intricate dance between these specialized cognizant segments of our brain. The alacrity of a poet, the reasoning of a scientist, the empathy of a therapist. They all owe their genesis to this exquisite brain-language relationship. Venturing further back in time, we find the roots of language in primitive forms of communication. Early human communication likely consisted of a series of gestures and distinct vocalizations. Over centuries, this gradually evolved to form complex verbal and nonverbal signals capable of expressing abstract thoughts. Pictographs, petroglyphs, and other early human art forms offer archaeologists tantalizing glimpses into a time when language was still nascent, yet full of promises of future sophistication. These crude etchings and primitive carvings are the legacy of our ancestors' first forays into recording their perception of the world, the very beginnings of human culture. In every sense, language is a living entity, evolving, adapting, and transforming, much like the humans who breathe life into it. Its role, however, transcends mere communication, embedding itself deeply into our collective culture and individual identities. As we embark on this journey examining the rich tapestry of language and its relationship with culture, we will traverse through time, diving into the deepest recesses of human history, and charting courses into a future replete with the promises and perils of ever-evolving communication. 
Prepare yourself, dear listener, for a fascinating exploration of the life and times of language. Part 2. The Origins of Language As we turn the pages of humanity's narrative, etching even deeper into the annals of history, we encounter a fundamental human function that marks us as unique. Language. This entirely human creation is a fascinating phenomenon, a rich tapestry woven from the threads of evolution, culture, and innovation that unfurls across time to give us our present diversity of languages. The origins of language, understandably, are shrouded in the mists of prehistoric times. Unraveling this mystery involves delving into several theories about how language might have first emerged. Some experts propose that language could be a result of imitation, the mimicking of natural sounds. Another theory, known as the gestural hypothesis, suggests that it started as hand gestures. Other theories include the Tao-Tai-Ta theory proposed by Charles Darwin based on the imitation of gestures, and the Poo-Poo theory suggesting language evolved from instinctive sounds of pleasure or alarm. There is also the genetic theory, arguing language is an inherent human quality, as manifested by the development of creole languages in communities that formerly used a simplified form of communication, pigeons. The social interaction theory, on the other hand, suggests language evolved out of the need for early humans to work together and coordinate activities. Though varied, each of these theories brings intriguing insights into the possible origins of our linguistic capabilities. Concrete examples of early languages, however, only emerge with the advent of writing. Before this, language was purely oral, hence much harder to trace. Nevertheless, archaeologists and anthropologists have unearthed clues. Cave paintings and carvings, some dating as far back as 30,000 years ago, depict scenes from prehistoric life and perhaps the beginnings of a desire to communicate complex thoughts. Notably, the discovery of a small bird bone from the Neolithic caves of East Timor etched with a sequence of distinct patterns suggests the presence of a symbolic communication system, possibly hinting toward a pre-literate language. Similarly, the Vinca symbols from Southeast Europe, dating about 7,000 years ago, are another example of prehistoric cultures attempting to articulate their world through symbols akin to a written language. From these humble beginnings, language has followed us through time, mutating, adapting, and growing with us, becoming an intrinsic part of our cultural identity. It is a tool, a gift, and a great mystery all at once. As we continue to unravel the secrets of language, we gain not only a greater understanding of our past, but also valuable insights into our present societies and potential future. Part 3. Evolution of Language Over Time Language, possibly the most human trait of our species, has evolved and diversified with human beings, molded by time, geography, society, and history. Just as we migrate, expand, or intermingle, so too does language, adapting itself into different forms and structures. The historical journey of this evolution presents an intriguing narrative, strengthening the unbreakable bond between language and human progress. Initially, the study of linguistic evolution was based on observing similarities between languages. However, increasing studies propose that many of these similarities may owe to migration patterns as human communities encountered one another, mixing and modifying languages in the process. Proto-languages provided the scaffolding for new languages while simultaneously adapting to new geographical and social realities through borrowings, grammatical shifts, and phonetic changes. 
The Indo-European languages mapping migration routes from the Asian steppes to Western Europe are a testament to this interplay of human community movement and language evolution. While the story of language evolution often unfolds over millennia, it can also be visualized in measurable changes within historical timelines, like the great vowel shift in English. Occurring between the 15th and 18th century, it has profoundly influenced the pronunciation of English vowels, hence remaking the auditory palate of the language and providing a tangible, phonetic footprint of the evolution within a single language. The creation of pidgins and creoles provides another interesting phenomenon within the diachronic evolution of languages. Pidgins are simplified. Amalgamated languages that emerge in multilingual environments, allowing communication between communities. Over generations, these pidgins may morph into fully defined languages, known as creoles, complete with their own grammar and vocabulary. Emerged mostly within colonial contexts, these creoles are living instances of languages born and evolved within the span of a few centuries, such as Haiyan Creole. Language is not merely a passive testament to human history, adapting to change. It is also an active agent of change, shaping history and society in return. As it amplifies within social interactions, it carries within it the potential of real transformation. This is evident in the spread and adoption of languages like English, whose impacts can be seen in the acculturation of societies across the globe. Across the complex and mutually influential relationship between humans and their languages, we perceive the duality of language as a vessel of continuity and change, the mirror and moving force of human history. Hence, language evolution mirrors human evolution. From minor phonetic shifts to dramatic transformations through social contact, reflecting the innate adaptability and diversity of human experience, it reinforces the idea of language as an evolving entity, vibrant and responsive, inseparable from the human threads that weave it. Therefore, understanding the evolution of languages provides us with invaluable lenses to observe and comprehend our own evolution and history over the span of time. Part 4. Language Families and Tree Models Languages, much like human beings, have a genealogical lineage that is systematically classified into various families, groups, and branches. The study of this hierarchical categorization forms an integral part of historical linguistics, a discipline that seeks to trace linguistic evolution through the centuries. One of the most extensive families is the Indo-European language family. This complex network of languages stretches across vast geographical expanses spanning Europe, the American continent, and significant portions of Asia. Originating from a hypothetical ancestral language known as Proto-Indo-European, this family has proliferated into numerous branches, such as Germanic, Celtic, Italic, Balto-Slavic, Indo-Iranian, among others. Each branch comprises a uniquely diverse set of languages influenced by different cultures, social structures, and environmental contexts. For instance, the Germanic branch embraces languages such as English, German, and Dutch. The Italic branch houses Latin and its descendants, the Romance languages like Spanish, French, Italian, and Romanian. The expansion of the Indo-European language family is traced back to various migration movements and historical events. For instance, the spread of the Roman Empire played a decisive role in permeating Latin across Europe and consequently birthing the Romance languages. Similarly, the colonial exploits of Spain and England further extended the reach of the Indo-European family across continents, resulting in a significant socio-cultural impact in the colonized regions. 
Delineating this network of languages is often visualized through the language tree model, a diagram illustrating the roots and branches of language families and subfamilies and subfamilies. This model efficiently conveys the relationships between languages and the hierarchy stemming from ancestral languages. However, it's not without its limitations and critiques. One of the prominent criticisms is its overly simplistic representation of language development. While the tree model effectively traces linear descent from a single origin, it often fails to account for cases where languages interact and converge. This convergence, often through language contact or bilingualism, results in phenomena like borrowing and code-switching, which can substantially alter a language's structure and vocabulary. In such cases, a more apt representation might be a web or network model, which can capture the complexities of language contact and convergence. The language tree also sometimes conflates political and linguistic boundaries, leading to erroneous classifications. A language could be mistaken for a dialect or vice versa based on arbitrary political borders rather than linguistic criteria. Therefore, it becomes critical to approach tree models with a healthy dose of skepticism and supplemented with other linguistic analysis tools. Understanding the roots of a language can bring an awareness of the shared history and culture that a community carries. It sparks a curiosity about how languages have adapted over time, interacting closely with socio-political changes. In the intricate tapestry of human languages, every thread has a tale to tell, be it one of conflict, blending, or creative adaptation. Each story further weaves into the broader narrative of cultural evolution, carrying echoes of our shared humanity. Part 5. Language and Identity Under the expansive umbrella of linguistic studies, the relationship between language and identity holds a significant position. Language does not merely act as a medium of communication. It is also a representative of identity, embodying cultural ethos, socio-political histories, and forms of nationalism. Therefore, the exploration of language as a personal and collective identity marker is an intriguing section of our podcast series. A key element of this exploration is recognizing the prominent role of language in cultural identity. Language is often viewed as the soul of culture, its vital expression. This is because through language, individuals learn societal norms, history, rituals, and cultural values, solidifying their personal cultural identity. For instance, the Maori language in New Zealand is perceived as the core of Maori identity and culture. Understanding this language is understanding the customs, philosophies, and the worldview of the Maori people. This is mirrored across myriad cultures worldwide both in small linguistic communities and global languages. Moreover, the affiliation between language and nationalism underlines the potent political bearing of language. Language serves as a symbol of national unity and identity as seen during nationalist movements. It ties individuals to a collective past, offering a sense of belongingness. A stark instance of this is the development of Hebrew in Israel, fostering national cohesion amongst Jews worldwide. Conversely, enforcing a dominant language can be a form of hegemony, diminishing linguistic diversity and homogenizing identities. Thus, the nuanced dynamics of language and nationalism bespeak of power relations, resistance, and cultural assimilation. Language extinction invariably leads to cultural loss. With multilingualism threatened by globalization, several languages are on the brink of extinction. This loss is congruent with the fading of cultural diversity, as languages are reservoirs of knowledge, heritage, and values. 
The loss of a language implies the loss of its songs, stories, and nuanced modes of thinking. Indigenous languages such as Ayak in Alaska and Sayoch in Cambodia have dried up recently, carrying with them irreplaceable cultural memory and wisdom. Therefore, language preservation initiatives are an urgent endeavor to conserve cultural diversity for future generations by intertwining language, culture, and identity in multifaceted ways we create a comprehensive understanding of their interrelationships and implications on society. This discussion opens up a world of fascinating intricacies in the realm of linguistic studies and cultural awareness. Part 6. Language, Thought, and Culture Language is not just a tool for communication, but also a framework that structures our reality. This profound idea is dominant within two areas of linguistic study we are about to delve into linguistic relativity and the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis. Linguistic relativity, often termed as the principle of linguistic relativity, asserts that the structure of a language influences its speaker's worldview or cognition. Now imagine the language you speak as the lens through which you view and interpret the world. This lens gains its color, its distortion from the nuances of your language. This thought led Edward Sapir and Benjamin Lee Whorf two American linguists, to conceptualize the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis, this entails two versions. The strong version, or linguistic determinism, postulates that language determines thought, and that linguistic categories limit and determine cognitive categories. Its softer version, however, suggests that language influences thought and certain kinds of non-linguistic behavior. To understand the gravity of these theories, consider this. Various societies have specific words ingrained in their languages for concepts and emotions, which others may not conceptualize the same way, or even at all. This illustrates how cultural concepts are embodied in language. Inuit languages, for example, have several words for snow, which reflect their lifestyle and environment. Similarly, the Japanese language uniquely conveys mono-no-aware, a sensitivity towards the transience of things, a concept absent in many cultures. Moreover, the concept of gloaming, twilight as we call it, is a sensation beautifully captured in the Scots language, which does not have an exact match in many languages. Such cultural concepts and scenarios embodied in a language aid in nurturing a society's unique worldview and behavioral patterns. Outside of vocabulary, grammar also shapes how we perceive time, space, causality, and relationships between entities. Take, for example, how most indigenous Australian languages have intricate systems for spatial orientation instead of words like left or right. This reflects a culture deeply embedded in its landscape. Similarly, many Native American languages, such as Hopi, lack grammatical structures to express time as a linear or absolute concept, which corresponds to a cyclical worldview in their culture. Understanding this influence of language on thought and culture unravels why preserving linguistic diversity is crucial. Each language represents not just a unique way of talking, but also distinct ways of thinking and interacting with the world. Encapsulated within their structures and vocabularies are rich and varied cultural practices, wisdom and worldviews that expand the range of human potential. Precisely why losing a language is akin to losing a unique perspective on life. The complex relationship between language, thought, and culture thus reiterates the importance of linguistic pluralism and preservation in our increasingly globalized and interconnected world. As we venture further, we shall better unfold the symbiosis between culture and language 
and how they conspire to give us myriad remarkable forms of human expression as we know today. Part 7. Influence of Environment and Society on Language The environment and society in which a language evolves greatly influence its characteristics. Starting with geographical elements, they have a direct impact on the phonology. That is, the sounds and pronunciations of a language Consider, for example, the study by researcher Caleb Everett, who proposes that air density and ambient temperatures can influence nasal sounds in a language, or lack thereof. In his research, Everett found that in regions with warm and humid climates, languages tend to have a fewer number of nasal consonant sounds compared to those in colder, drier regions. The theory is that the nasal cavities resonate more effectively in moisture and heat, possibly influencing the incorporation of these sounds in a language. The second point of discussion includes society, power relations, and social status influencing language. Within any given society, the language spoken by the higher social stratus often becomes the so-called prestigious variety. For example, in many post-colonial countries, the language of the colonizers, typically English, French, or Spanish, held and still hold higher status and prestige. Which brings us to our third part, colonization and imperialism. There is little doubt about the dominating influence of these powerful nations on the languages spoken in their colonies. The English language is perhaps the most pervasive example. English has become the lingua franca of business and academia not necessarily because of its simplicity or ease of use, but because of historical circumstances, namely British colonialism and later American global influence. Many languages spoken in the former colonies also bear the imprints of English, in the form of borrowed words and phrases, hybrid languages, and even changed language structures. However, such influence is hardly one way. The colonizing languages have also been affected by the colonized. English, for example, has borrowed generously from languages of the colonies like Hindi. Consider words like bungalow, shampoo, or jungle, shampoo, or jungle. In a smaller scale environment, think about the classroom, where the teacher's language invariably influences the students, shaping their vocabulary, pronunciation, and even thought patterns. Power relations manifest here as well with the teacher's language being considered superior. Overall, the connection between language, environment, and society is a fascinating, is a fascinating, albeit complex one. As we peel back the layers of a language's history, it reveals not just the people who spoke it, but also their interactions with the world around them, their environs, their power structures, and their social organization. They say language is a living, breathing entity and looking at it through the lens of geographical and societal influence. One can't help but see the truth in that statement. Language sways and morphs much like a tree in the wind, bending under the pressures of environment and society, but also standing tall, testifying to the resilience of human communication. Part 8. Languages and Dialects When deliberating over the intricacies of linguistic diversity, we find ourselves contemplating the intriguing differentiation between languages and dialects, a pivotal question arises. What truly separates a language from a dialect? Renowned linguist Max Weinrich astutely responded to this enigma. A language is a dialect with an army and navy, thus political. And cultural power often plays a significant role in determining the classification of a linguistic variety as a language or a dialect. Linguists, however, emphasize the mutual intelligibility criterion arguing that if speakers of different systems can understand each other without significant effort, 
They are speakers of dialects, not different languages. To illustrate, consider the Scandinavian region, where speakers of Swedish, Danish, and Norwegian can understand each another, despite the systems bearing different designations as languages. Conversely, in China, speakers of Cantonese and Mandarin share a script but need separate subtitles for verbal communication, illuminating the political aspect of language classification. Delving deeper into dialects, we realize their intricacy extends beyond simple regional variations in a language. They are cultural treasures representing of regional, social, or ethnic identity. For instance, the dialects in the United States ranging from the southern drawl to the clip tones of New England mirror not only geographic but historical and societal factors that molded those groups. Nonetheless, society often assigns certain dialects a higher prestige than others, aligning them closer with the standard language. Corey Stamper, a lexicographer, illustrates this with the standard English's elevated status over regional dialects like African-American vernacular English, Aave, Standard languages enforced through institutional education and media can be powerfully unifying but may contribute to the stigmatization of other dialects, leading to a loss of linguistic diversity. In essence, the languages we identify and the dialects we distinguish are deeply entrenched in political, social, and cultural contexts. The use and acceptance of different dialects, or the establishment of a standard language, are a reflection of societal valuations on individuality versus uniformity. Though dialects can be perceived as divergences from a language, they are in fact integral to its vibrancy and progression. Our exploration now shifts slightly from the spoken word to the technological word as we delve into language's interaction with the fast-evolving sphere of technology. Part 9. Language and Technology the transformative role of technology in language evolution is discernible most dramatically through the invention of the printing press and the Internet. The printing press, developed by Johannes Gutenberg in the 15th century, was instrumental in the standardization of language. This standardization, especially in English, was a pivotal stage in the evolution of modern languages. Prior to the invention of the printing press, dialects abounded across regions, contributing to linguistic diversity but also engendering communication challenges. By solidifying spelling conventions and grammatical norms, the printing press facilitated widespread comprehension and promoted literacy. It also favored specific dialects like the London English, establishing them as standards while marginalizing others. Moreover, through rapid mass circulation of books and ideas, the printing press democratized knowledge, fostering intellectual discussions and advancements in society. Fast forward to the modern era, and the invention of the Internet and social media also had substantial effects on language. The Internet has catalyzed language evolution at an unprecedented pace, birthing new vocabulary, grammar, and even languages. For instance, lowspeak used by the online subculture and Internet slang words like selfie, now acknowledged in mainstream lexicons, demonstrate the power of the digital realm to shape language. However, this rapid evolution also gives rise to concerns about language degradation. Perceived in the casualization of language, the frequent use of abbreviations, and the erosion of spelling conventions, social media, with its character limits and rapid pace, fuels this trend but also stimulates creativity and language use. This digital environment has consequently birthed a dynamic linguistic ecosystem, shaping not only how we communicate, but also how we conceptualize and experience the world. In this context, it's also essential to acknowledge the creation of wholly new languages, computer languages. 
Programmers worldwide communicate with machines using a variety of coding languages evolved over time, including Fortran, C, Python, JavaScript, Python, JavaScript. Invented for precision and control, these languages have influenced our material world in a profound way. They have mechanized routine tasks, driven advancements in science, technology, and even the arts, and have made possible the creation and functioning of the Internet. Moreover, the advent of computer languages has had profound social impact. Just like Gutenberg's press-standardized English, programming languages have their own syntax and grammar rules that have been standardized globally for efficient machine-human interaction. Furthermore, programming languages have played a subtle role in fostering a unique global culture. The world of coding is home to countless cultural nuances, unspoken rules, and elaborate rituals where identities are often shaped by the choice of programming language. Altogether, the story of language and technology is one of endless creativity and transformation. From the printing press to coding languages, technology shapes language and, in turn, our culture and ways of thinking. Part 10. Sign Language and Nonverbal Communication our discussion in this segment is devoted to an essential, though often overlooked, facet of linguistic world, sign language and nonverbal communication. To situate sign languages within the broader linguistic panorama, we must understand that they are fully developed, natural languages with structural rules and grammar, much like spoken languages. The importance of sign languages lies in their use for communication in the deaf community, but beyond this, they enrich and diversify the tapestry of human communication, providing an alternate paradigm of expressive possibility. Sign languages vary globally, reflecting cultural and community differences similar to spoken languages. American Sign Language ASL, British Sign Language, B, Cell, or Japanese Sign Language, GZL to name a few, have unique characteristics showing regional and cultural variances. Yet they all generally rely on a sophisticated intermix of hand movements, hand shapes, facial expressions, and body postures. This dimension of using physical space and visible movement for communication brings us to the intriguing landscape of nonverbal communication, of which body language is a significant component. The importance of body language, which covers gestures, postures, and facial expressions, cannot be overstated, especially when considering cultural differences. Cross-cultural communication often stumbles upon the diversity of body language. A gesture considered respectful in one culture may be offensive in another. For instance, the thumbs-up gesture, innocuous and positive in many Western cultures, carries less congenial connotations in parts of the Middle East or West Africa. Such nuances reiterate the profound interplay between culture and language, manifest not only in words or signs, but embodied in how we carry ourselves. Continuing along the trajectory of language's evolution, we are propelled into the realm of digital communication. This form is no longer restricted to mere typed words. It employs a rich array of stylized pictorial elements or emojis. Emojis further reveal our constant struggle for brevity and efficiency in communication. This trend raises intriguing questions. Is this the birth of a new mode of language? Do emojis transcend cultural and linguistic barriers? Our reliance on emojis may have been amplified due to our current increased virtual interactions, yet their presence is increasingly permanent and pervasive in textual exchanges, signaling a valid and lively addition to our ever-evolving linguistic repertoire. 
investigating sign languages, understanding the implications of body language across cultures, and exploring the growing significance of emojis have enabled us to delve deeper into the rich, complex world of language. Language claims its place not only as a tool of communication, but a critical framing device in how we perceive and interact with our world. As we march forward, our mediums of communication will continue to transform and diversify, yet always remind us that language holds an astounding power, the power to shape, influence, bridge, and sometimes even divide. Part 11. Language Acquisition and Learning Language, being the cornerstone of our communication and knowing, shapes not just our interactions, but also our innermost thought processes and intellectual growth. In this segment we delve deeper into the intricacies of language acquisition and learning, exploring how they influence cognitive abilities, while also discussing the theories related to language learning and the benefits of bilingualism or multilingualism. Let us start by exploring the theories of language acquisition. One of the most influential theories is Noam Chomsky's concept of innate grammar. Chomsky argued that humans are biologically predisposed to acquire language and this language-learning mechanism is common across all languages. His theory proposed that children have an innate faculty for understanding the underlying principles of a language structure, helping them navigate and grasp a language with ease. Contrasting this is the behaviorist theory, as was proposed by B. F. Skinner. Skinner insisted that children learn language through imitation, reinforcement, and other conditioning techniques. To him, children were blank slates, their minds shaped by their environment and interactions. Another influential theory is the social interactionist theory. Lev Vygotsky, its main proponent, emphasized that language learning is inherently social and influenced by the interactions children have with their environment, utilizing it as a tool for communication and socialization. The complexities of language learning and acquisition are further compounded by bilingualism and second language learning. Bilingual individuals navigate through two languages effortlessly, switching from one language to another based on context and need. This ability hints at immense cognitive flexibility and reinforced executive function. Studies suggest that bilingual individuals may have an advantage in cognitive tasks requiring higher levels of attention, inhibition, and short-term memory, often outperforming their monolingual counterparts. The process of learning a second language can be starkly different from acquiring a native tongue. It is often formal, happening in a classroom setting and requiring conscious effort, as opposed to the organic nature of first language acquisition. However, the benefits gleaned from this process are manifold. It enhances cognitive abilities, improves multitasking skills, and allows for broader social-cultural understanding and empathy. The influence of language learning on cognitive abilities are wide-ranging. Research suggests that consistent language learning and usage stimulates brain plasticity, leading to enhanced cognitive performance across various domains. It fosters greater problem-solving skills, creativity, and metalinguistic awareness, to name a few. Areas of the brain associated with memory, attention, and cognitive control show marked improvements with bilingualism or multilingual learning, in essence, the process of language acquisition and learning offers more than the ability to communicate. It shapes our cognitive abilities, impacts our social interactions, and even our understanding of the world. Recognizing such, language learning should be viewed not merely as an academic tool, but as a cognitive stimulant and a means towards greater intellectual advancement. Part 12. Language Policy and Planning 
Language policy and planning represent key mechanisms of governance institutions in crafting the linguistic landscapes of their territories. It involves conscious choices about the languages to be taught in schools, to be used in governance, media, and other public domains. We find three key policy ideologies, assimilation, pluralism, and multiculturalism. Assimilation policies often force marginalized groups to adopt the language of the dominant. For example, in the United States during the 19th and early 20th centuries, Native American children were sent to boarding schools where they were forbidden to speak their native languages as part of a deliberate effort of assimilation. This significantly contributed to the language death of several indigenous languages. In contrast, pluralism respects the existence of multiple languages within the same territory. Switzerland, where German, French, Italian, and Romansh coexist, is a prime example of pluralistic language policy. Multiculturalism is a more recent ideology, valuing diversity in intercultural dialogue. It aims to foster mutual respect and understanding among diverse ethnic and linguistic communities, but is often challenging to implement due to socio-political complexities. On a brighter note, amid alarming rates of language death, the last few decades have witnessed a buoyant wave of language revival movements worldwide. These movements often stem from communities that have witnessed their languages marginalized or suppressed. The reclamation of the Maori language in New Zealand or Hawaiian in the United States are remarkable examples of such movements. These not only revive languages but also fortify cultural and identity preservation. Reviving a language often involves the restoration of traditional knowledge, oral histories, and cultural practices that are intricately woven with the language. Language policy is also closely integrated with education policy. It determines the languages in which children will be taught and, by extension, the languages they will proficiently communicate in. UNESCO advocates for mother-tongue-based multilingual education, arguing that children learn best when they begin their education in their first language and gradually transition to other languages. This is highly relevant for countries like India, where a multitude of languages coexist, and a singular language policy could affect the educational development of linguistic minorities. Language policies have profound implications on culture, identity, and social inclusion. They can either substantiate linguistic and cultural diversity or contribute to language death and cultural erosion. The recognition of these policies and their impacts opens up essential conversations surrounding linguistic rights, cultural preservation, and social justice. It's an intricate web of sociolinguistic and political choices tied deeply with the acceptance and celebration of cultural diversity. Our next conversation will explore the impact of bilingualism. Another critical aspect of our linguistic journey. Part 13. The Future of Languages. As mankind races towards the future, one thing is clearly under threat. Linguistic diversity. With globalization steadily homogenizing cultures and societies, numerous indigenous languages are being eclipsed by dominant languages such as English, Mandarin, and Spanish. The United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, UNESCO, adds that around half of the approximately 6,000 languages we have today are. At risk of going extinct by the end of the century, a grim testament to the impact of globalization on language survival. However, while globalization poses challenges, it also prompts the emergence of new linguistic phenomena like constructed languages or conlang. 
Novel ways to communicate, conlangs like Esperanto, a language intended for universal use, developed in the late nineteenth century, bear testament to humanity's quest for a common linguistic thread. Today, languages constructed for specific communities, such as the speakers of Klingon from the Star Trek universe or Dothraki from Game of Thrones, illustrate the power of fictional narrative in shaping linguistic reality. Moreover, these conlangs demonstrate our ability to consciously shape, instead of just passively receive, language. They advocate for linguistic diversity, emphasizing that language is not a rigid institution, but an evolving and insightful reflection of human cognition and creativity. Looking ahead, language faces more transformations. Given our advancements in technology and our anxiety about potential alien life forms, interstellar communication is a fascinating topic. Scientists and linguists are considering how we could communicate with extraterrestrial beings, should we encounter them. The Voyager Golden Records, phonograph records containing sounds and images outlining diversity in life and culture on Earth, were sent into space intending to represent humanity to alien civilizations. This represents our early ventures into universal language and communication beyond our planet. The notion of a universal language isn't a radical one either. In science, AI has been developing at unprecedented rates, and coding languages serve as the universal language behind technological interfaces that link societies together. Will technology eventually lead us to a universal human language? Is it possible or desirable to have a universal language? Language is not just a communication tool, but also a reflection of our culture, identity, and evolution. As the future unrolls and yet undefined linguistic transformations take shape, it's crucial to remember the value of linguistic diversity and the insights it provides into different human experiences. Bear in mind that language loss equates to the loss of unique worldviews, knowledge, and cultural heritage. Conclusively, as we delve into the future of languages, the expanse of possibilities is truly interstellar. One thing, however, remains certain. Language is inevitably bound to evolution. It is not an entity frozen in time, but rather a vibrant, ever-evolving landscape of human thought, culture, and dreams. Regardless of where the future leads us, towards one universal language, an explosion of new constructed languages or interstellar communication, the glorious complexity and diversity of language will persist, revealing the organic, ever-changing canvas of human ingenuity and experience. Part 14. Conclusion. The interplay of language and culture. Language and culture carry an intricate, reciprocal, and dynamic relationship. They evolve concurrently, shaping much of human interaction and world understanding, painting vivid pictures of society's past and present. The indelible impact of language on culture is undeniable as language, as a system of symbols and meanings, provides the building blocks for cultural understanding. Languages carry the collective experienced wisdom of a group, evident in the Inuit's multitude of words for snow, encapsulating generations of survival knowledge. Similarly, nuances in Japanese language reflect the culture's value on harmony and politeness. Language frames the conceptual world where we locate our lives and traditions, providing a lens unique and tailored to capture the distinctive essence of a culture. In the same breath, culture exerts a monumental influence in shaping language. The evolutionary waves of languages are reflective of the cultural changes experienced by societies. 
Modern English, with its vast vocabulary and complex borrowing from languages worldwide, mirrors the multifaceted cultural history of English-speaking societies, rich in exploration, colonization, scientific and cultural innovations, and global engagement. In the Kayak language of New Caledonia, the absence of specific future tense mirrors the culture's focus on the present, underlining the significant role culture plays in moulding the form and function of language. Language, in its complexity, serves an undeniable role as a mirror to culture and society. Each dialect, accent, vocabulary variation, and syntactical construction tells an intricate tale of social cohesion, structure, history, migratory patterns, and even conflict. In every linguistic code lie preserved histories and maps of cultural evolution, insinuating the interconnected fabric of geography, history, and human life. The unique structure of aboriginal languages echoes the deep knowledge of the land, interwoven delicately into their storytelling. Italians' multitude of dialects reflect the country's historically fragmented and regional identities. Languages and their intricacies become identifiers of group belonging, social hierarchy, national pride, or even a form of resistance against dominant culture. This dynamic relationship between language and culture assures the uniqueness of human societies worldwide. As we preserve, study, and learn from this diversity, we celebrate humanity's inherent ability to adapt, narrate, communicate, and grow. The continual interplay of language and culture keeps providing unique windows for understanding the human cultural experience, making them a wellspring of knowledge for future generations. Part 15. Deep Dive. Case Studies. As we delve further into the symphony of languages that adorns our human tapestry, three distinct case studies serve as pillars to understand the breadth and depth of the impact of language evolution and cultural influence. To begin, we turn eastward to explore the evolution and impact of Chinese characters, which offers a remarkable insight into the continuity and change of civilization and thought. Engraved on oracle bones in the Shang Dynasty, 1210-45 BC, while the earliest known form of systematic Chinese writing was a complex system grounded in ideographic representation of meaning rather than phonetic sound and continuity. This intricate system later evolved into modern Chinese characters, with each stroke and form carrying cultural and historical resonance. The evolution of Chinese characters is, in essence, a living artifact of China's enduring civilization, fostering a shared identity and cultural unity among diverse ethnic groups and dialects. Our second case study navigates towards English, the unofficial lingua franca of our modern world. Emerging from a small island nation, English swelled its linguistic reach through waves of colonization, trade, and cultural exchange, eventually stratifying into various geographical standards, such as American or British English. Its status as a common language in international diplomacy, academia, and the digital realm has immense cultural implications, often fostering intercultural communication, yet concurrently propelling cultural homogenization and threatening linguistic diversity. The entirety of the evolution not only gave English an exalted status among languages, a symbol of power and progress, but also contributed to its refined complexity and stylistic richness, enabling the world to unite under one language and facilitating a global cultural exchange. Finally, our focus shifts towards endangered languages and the ongoing revitalization efforts. 
A notable case being the Hebrew language, which, after centuries of latent existence, was revitalized in the late 19th and early 20th century. Paralleling the Zionist movement's effort to establish a shared identity for Jews worldwide, marking one of the most successful language revivals in history. On the opposite spectrum, languages like Ainu in Japan grapple with the verge of extinction. Efforts to revitalize such languages often involve comprehensive strategies encompassing education, legislation, and community activism. These endeavors not only strive to preserve linguistic biodiversity, but also safeguard the cultural knowledge and worldviews encoded in these languages. These diverse case studies underscore the potent interplay between language evolution and cultural identity, illuminating language's power as a vessel of historical continuity, a tool for global communication, and a guardian of cultural diversity. The labyrinth of human language continues to echo the stories and identities of our collective humanity, remarkably bridging our past, present, and potential future. As we traverse this vast linguistic landscape, we are consistently reminded of the enduring influences that language has on shaping our worldviews and the deep imprints that culture etches onto the contours of language. The cycle of mutual influence continues to ebb and sway, perpetually contouring the path of human civilization. Part 16. Language as a Form of Resistance Language, an intricate and intrinsic part of human identity, carries more than mere words. From the grit of ancient dialects to the sophistication of contemporary tongues, language has been a robust symbol of communal autonomy, cultural identity, and resistance. The preservation of language remains a significant form of cultural resistance globally. As cultural identity is closely linked with language, the eradication or replacement of a language often signifies cultural annihilation. Oppressed communities preserve their languages, advocating for their value and renovating their relevance against the cultural erosion prompted by colonization, globalization, and other forces threatening their linguistic survival. Consequently, reclaiming and revitalizing languages serve as robust acts of resistance against cultural encroachment. For example, in Canada, indigenous communities relentlessly strive to preserve and rekindle their languages amidst waves of British and French colonialism. Globalization, while providing myriad benefits, has homogenized culture and language, threatening language diversity. However, communities are challenging this erosion of linguistic diversity via digital empowerment and academic advocacy worldwide. In our modern world, linguistic diversity is being embraced as an act of contention against language attrition and globalization. Linguists are more than ever invested in documenting and perpetuating endangered languages, thus resisting the inadvertent uniformity globalization pushes. Variations in language celebrate individuality in the global orchestra of communication, signifying resistance to cultural homogenization. In the historical facet, vernacular languages have played instrumental roles in anti-colonial and independence movements. They reflect the vital pulse of grassroots across different societies, crystallizing opposition and galvanizing movements. Languages serve as a resistance frontier as evidenced in Africa during the decolonization phase when indigenous languages resurged to reject colonial language policies. In India, during the struggle for independence, vernacular languages were elevated and revered as part of the nationalistic fervor against British dominance. Similarly, in the 19th century language revival movement of Ireland, the Gaelic language became a potent symbol of resistance against English political and cultural control.
Language resistance underscores human resilience in the face of subjugation and cultural conquest. Though socio-political forces may threaten linguistic diversity and integrity, the spirit of resistance embodied in the power and heritage of language remains indomitable. Language can be, and often is, a form of resistance, an affirming declaration of cultural identity and a passive but powerful challenge against any threat to cultural diversity and autonomy. It is our responsibility to protect, preserve, and promote this resistance, ensuring the continued plurality of our world's linguistic and cultural mosaic. Part 17. Linguistic Human Rights Equally important to the vast tapestry of language evolution, interplay with culture and influence across diverse communicative spheres, is the crucial concept of linguistic human rights, which champions the affirmation of all languages as valuable and indispensable to human society. In exploring linguistic human rights, we dive into the realm of international human rights law. Linguistic human rights encompass the freedom of individuals and communities to use their language in private and public life, covering a range of areas from education to administration to administration, judiciary and media. Linguistic rights are particularly significant for minority and indigenous language speakers who often face marginalization and discrimination as a direct consequence of their language use. A poignant example of linguistic repression can be traced in the historic suppression of the Welsh language in the United Kingdom. From the late 19th century, policy dictums like the Welsh not punished Welsh school children for speaking their native language, the lasting repression manifested in a steep decline in the number of Welsh speakers. Today, however, the tide has turned with Wales undertaking significant efforts to revive the Welsh language. Moving from the UK to Asia, Sri Lanka illustrates another case of linguistic discrimination. The island's official language policy in the 1950s favoring Sinhalese over Tamil fueled ethnic tensions and culminated in a civil war which spanned over two decades. The language policy forcefully reminded the Tamil-speaking minority that they were second-class citizens in their homeland. In the aftermath of the civil war, Efforts have been made to establish Tamil and Sinhalese as national languages to uphold linguistic diversity. The protection and promotion of linguistic rights, thus, are quintessential to maintaining social harmony, cultural diversity, and a pluralistic democratic ethos. International organizations such as UNESCO and the UN have developed legal instruments to protect linguistic rights. The Universal Declaration of Linguistic Rights, 1996, also known as the Barcelona Declaration, is one such landmark instrument that advocates for linguistic diversity and multilingualism. It embodies the principle that no language should supersede others in prestige, validity, or use. More recently, the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples, 2007, affirmed the rights of indigenous people to use and revitalize their languages. Undoubtedly, international actions have started to shift the tide. However, it's a continual challenge as linguistic discrimination and repression persist in many corners of the world. The critical role of international organizations and legal instruments in ensuring the recognition, protection, and respect for linguistic rights cannot be overstated. Also, language enthusiasts, scholars, educators, and policymakers on the ground must connect transnational strategies to local contexts only then can we ensure that the beautiful myriad of human languages continues to weave the vast tapestry of human connectivity and culture. Part 18. Role of Translation and Interpretation 
The exchange and dissemination of information across linguistic boundaries has played a pivotal role in human development. Being the custodians of cultural, social, and scientific knowledge, languages can present a challenge when it comes to sharing this wealth across diverse linguistic landscapes. That's where translation and interpretation come to play, offering a vital bridge across language barriers. However, translation is more than a mere straightforward conversion of words from one language into another. It is an art that grapples with linguistic limitations, cultural nuances, and contextual underpinnings, unraveling the subtle intricacies embedded within one language and weaving them seamlessly into another is a task that demands unparalleled skill and deep cultural knowledge sometimes the challenges presented by idiomatic expressions cultural references or unique linguistic structures can render accurate translation daunting a failed translation effort might thus not only fail to convey the intended message but also strip the original text of its cultural essence Interpretation, on the other hand, involves real-time translation, adding an additional layer of complexity requiring not only linguistic proficiency, but also remarkable cognitive agility and poise under pressure. Consider, as an example, the role interpretation plays in global diplomacy or international communication. In these high-stake interactions, the slightest misinterpretation can ignite tensions, while successful interpretation can contribute to cultural understanding, cooperation, and peace-building. Now let's turn our attention to a case study illuminating the role of translation in disseminating ideas between cultures. The spread of religious, scientific, and philosophical concepts across cultures and epochs provide a fascinating testament to the power of translation. Take, for example, the translation movement in the Islamic Golden Age. Arabic scholars translated Greek philosophy and science texts, preserving and enhancing the knowledge by adding their own insights. This translated knowledge later spread to medieval Europe through Latin translations, profoundly influencing the Renaissance and, consequently, the course of human history. Scientific ideas didn't stay tethered to one culture or language either. The works of scientists like Nikola Tesla, Marie Curie, or Albert Einstein didn't remain confined within their native languages. Instead, they were translated and disseminated worldwide, contributing to global scientific advancements. Similarly, religious texts such as the Bible, the Quran, or the Bhagavad Gita have been translated into numerous languages, allowing billions of people to access their spiritual teachings, irrespective of their linguistic background. Translation is a powerful tool that has shaped the intellectual and cultural landscapes of societies and continues to facilitate the sharing of knowledge, ideas, and values globally. By fostering mutual understanding, it enables us to appreciate the richness of our cultural diversities while recognizing the complementary thread of universality that weaves us into one shared human experience. Part 19. Epilogue. The Universality and Diversity of Human Language. Human languages have a twofold nature that is at both times universal, in the sense that all human societies use language for communication and expression, and diverse, as embodied in the estimated 7,000 distinct languages spoken around the globe. Whether in the heart of bustling metropolises or remotely tucked away in isolated settlements, each language encapsulates its speakers' unique perceptions of the world and distinct modes of expressing their experiences. Every human language shares common traits regardless of its structure or complexity. They all rely on a finite set of elements, such as sounds in spoken languages or handshapes in signed languages, which are combined according to specific rules to generate an infinite array of messages. 
They are dynamic and mutable systems, always in a constant state of growth and evolution, capable of adapting and expanding to accommodate new experiences, ideas, trends, and technological advances. They are handed down from one generation to the next, yet each generation invariably contributes novel elements, a testament to the adaptability and dynamism inherent in human language. The diversity of languages, on the other hand, is one of humanity's greatest treasures and one of its most daunting challenges. It tells us about our shared ancestry and our diverse routes of migration and settlement. It is intertwined with our unique histories, cultures, and ways of understanding the world and ingrained in every aspect of our social interactions, identities, and beliefs. Linguistic diversity, in many ways, reflects the diversity of human experiences. And yet, the diversity of human language is under threat. Language endangerment and extinction is becoming increasingly common as English and other major languages continue to gain global prominence. This loss of languages equates to a loss of varying worldviews, oral histories, and indigenous knowledge systems. Therefore, the role of linguists, language scholars, and researchers has never been more critical. They work tirelessly to document, preserve, and revitalize endangered languages, understanding the richness and complexity each one represents. They teach us that every language is important, not just for its core communication function, but as a carrier of cultural heritage, collective memory, and individual and social identity. It is a fundamental paradox of our shared human history that language, an innate human capacity with shared characteristics across cultures, is also the medium through which we express and appreciate the great diversity of human experiences. In every word we speak, sign, or write, we participate in the dance of human history, shaping and being shaped by our languages. In our exploration of the evolution and influence of language on culture, we have delved into everything from its origins and development, its impact and relation to thought and society, to its potential future. We have seen how language, as a unique human attribute, has the power to shape cultures, identities, relationships, and the world at large. As we contemplate the universality and diversity of human language, let us recommit to valuing the rich linguistic heritage of humanity and to protecting and promoting the use of all languages. This concludes our podcast titled Language, Its Evolution and Influence on Culture. We hope to see you again on our next installment of Professor Lan A.I. Explores Humanity. Thank you.